All right, all right, all right. I am Fat Boy Digger, and this is I Have Spoken. Uh, right off the bat, I want to give you my top five, one, two, three, four, five, top five podcasts for the week. Coming up first, right off the cut, is going to be After Dinner Conversation. After, different, after Dinner Conversation is a podcast to where they read a short work of fiction, and then they give you a long conversation afterwards. So if you're into literature and you and you in the book clubs and things of that nature, go ahead and check that out. Uh, if you couldn't tell between this and and the Warburton reads, I'm kind of into it myself. Number two is a podcast called Dead Ass or Dead Ass Dead Ass B. It's uh, Deval and his wife. If you're not familiar with Deval, he is a Facebook personality and an and an actor. Uh, you can find him currently on the BET hit show Sisters. Uh, You can also find them on the Dead Ass Podcast. Podcast number three is still Chris Jericho. I really, really dig Chris Jericho's style. Uh, Podcast number four is still SAS Steve Austin Show. It is amazing. You get to peek into the the, the back screen, the behind the scenes of wrestling, which is really, really cool to me because when I was coming up in the 80s, there was no behind the scenes in wrestling. Wrestling was real. They had a thing called kayfabe. They lived their life as this wrestler. They did interviews with this wrestler. The beast was supposed to be real. All of the animosity was supposed to be real. So to for them to you know break that down over the last 10 years and just be more honest about it is really cool. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, and then fifth, fifth on my list this week, it's going to be the homie Big Dar. He just put out, I think, two podcasts uh, called Sex Scenes. And then he also got a podcast locked and loaded for tomorrow, which is Real Spit with Big Dar. So look out for the homie. He got a lot of stuff going on right now. Honorable mention, young lady named Goldie G. Uh, she just posted her first podcast today. It's called Not Another Sex Podcast. If you want to dig into that, feel free. And I'll be back with you in just a moment. Hey, I am back. And I just want you all to know that I do understand your frustrations and I understand your fears and I understand everything that you're going through. Uh, I know it's been a long, long, long time coming, but I promise you a change is going to come. Uh, It looks like the world's trying to open back up uh, by May 3rd from everything that I see and people are going nuts. You got the protesters saying open it now. You got other people saying it it shouldn't be back open. We don't know what's going on. Well, let me give you my two cents if you if if I can, which I can because it's my show. Um, I mean, something has to happen. You know, you can't hide in your house forever. You can't um, quarantine in place forever. You can't stay um, locked up forever. Um, and on top of all of that, the idiots were never staying at home anyway. Like all of the stuff that was going on with the idiots and this being passed on to idiot to idiot to idiot to idiot, uh, taking it home to non idiots and and then you know, them dying and all of that. It was all because people wasn't staying at home to begin with. So, I know, and some of you are gonna be like, hey, yo, don't uh, let's not add other people into the mix. Just let the idiots kill themselves. Natural selection. Nah, I'm staying home. But I mean, a lot of us weren't essential, you know, and we're going through things. And we need to get back to work, man. We need to get back to some sense of normalcy. You know, when you're going through something, you cling to what you know. You cling to what you used to. You you cling to um, routine. 
And yeah, you can you can make a new routine, a quarantine routine, but in the back of your head, you know that's not your routine. You know that's not what's supposed to be going on. So you you know, even if you're getting through and you're not having like a super hard time, it's still in the back of your mind at all times. Like damn, you know, um, you know, this is rough, man. Um, my kids are home now. I'm trying to work from home. I'm trying to teach my kids. I'm trying to do all these other things. Uh, two things I ask you: one, enjoy that time with your kids. Find a way to make that fun. Find a way to enjoy that because uh, it's going to move quick, man. The kids are going to be gone. You're going to be back to your regularly scheduled program. Y'all going to be back to, you know, hardly ever seeing each other, dropping them off here, running them there. And you're just going to get back into the swing of things eventually, and it's going to be gone and it's going to be over. So do what you can, man. Do what you can to appreciate this time that you got going right now. And thing number two, chill the fuck out. You know, yes, I understand the president is a moron and he has no idea what he's doing. And he, you know, wants to talk over all the people that actually know what the hell they're talking about. Stop listening to him. Stop jumping on social media and going all out of the all all out of the woodwork, coming all out of left field. Stop protesting in the middle of the street. Just relax. Relax. Let everything come back to you. Take your proper precautions. If you're a masked person, wear a mask. If you're gloved, people wear gloves. But if you are a masked person and gloved people, I got a couple of pointers for you, okay? First of all, the mask that you guys are using, the majority of you, may or may not work. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. But something I do know is that two-hour maximum. You need to be changing out your mask every two hours. Uh, if you're if you're in public for longer than two hours, first of all, what the fuck are you doing? It's quarantine. Second of all, make sure you have a spare that's in a sterilized area, not just like tossed in a glove compartment or whatever like that. And then you change it uh, every two hours. Two, if you are wearing gloves, that means you are trying to protect yourself from all of the outside things. You're putting all the nasty germs on the glove. You're throwing the gloves away when you leave that establishment and you're switching gloves when you move to a new establishment. So very important that you are not touching your face. You're not eating a bag of chips. You're not, you know, pulling your glove off with your teeth. Come on, son. Like the whole point of that was to protect you. Now you're just making it, you know, a fashion accessory if you're not doing it right. You know, like I get it. You're not used to it. This ain't what you want to do. But this is what it is right now. You know, take care of yourself. Do the best that you can. Whatever you feel is right. I'm not judging. You know, Whatever you feel is right, but if you're going to do it, do it all the way. Don't partly do it just for just for face value. You know, go go super hard. Um, also, I think I mentioned this in an earlier podcast, but I'm going to mention it again. The quarantine is meant for the people in your house. Okay? If you got something important you got to do, if you got to go to the grocery store, if you got to do laundry, if you got to do something important, get out, get back. With the people that you've always been around. That doesn't mean you can invite two or three people over uh, because you're under the 10 people minimum. No, because you don't know who they've been around. You know, they could be essential. They could be on the front lines. They could be, you know, bombarded with this shit and luckily didn't catch it. But bring that shit to your house and now your kids caught it because I was under 10 people. Come on, y'all. Come on. I'm hoping that it's almost over. I'm hoping that everything's going to open up. And it's going to be okay. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Even when things open back up, shit ain't going to be sweet. It's not just going to be magically, oh, 
it's over, it's done, yay, America. No, no, shit's going to open back up. The death total is going to rise. Uh, the amount of infected people is going to rise. Don't freak out. Don't give that orange bastard a reason to freak out. Let's keep it mellow. Let's do what we got to do um, to just try to strive and, and get through this. Hopefully, the curve is breaking and we're going to be all right. But worst case scenario, uh, just find your zen. Be ready for something crazy to happen and react better, man. React with compassion instead of anger. Because um, no matter how mad you're going to get, the shit's still here. No matter how much you yell and scream, the shit's still here. You know? So figure it out. I'll be right back with you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to switch lanes. Ever so slightly. We are on the same highway, though, so it's going to be along the same lines of the last segment, but a little bit different. So, Florida has decided to reopen the beaches, and immediately 162 more deaths, uh, 1,400 more cases. Listen, children, um, we're trying to get life back together, and things are starting to open up, but that doesn't mean you have you can be reckless. It doesn't mean that just, you know... Grab your whole family, run off the beach because it's open. Yeah, it's it's open, but keep in mind that shit's still out there, right? Um, Atlanta's about to reopen, I think May third, and people are freaking out, having a fit. Um, but you you have to open at some point, right? Um, at, at some point you have to, you have no choice. Um, but yeah, we're gonna move on. We're gonna switch lanes yet again. Um, I wanna. I want to go ahead and start my don't at me segment. I think I think this is a good. T- I think this is a really, really, really good time just to do the don't at me uh, segment. Um, if for those of you who did not listen last week, the don't at me segment is where I list my unpopular opinions, regardless of how the hell you feel about it. Don't at me. Uh, so first, first unpopular opinion. Um, is going is going to be that Pizza Hut is trash, um, and Pizza Hut knows they're trash. The reason and and how you know that they know they're trash because they keep trying to reinvent the wheel. You know they be like, hey, it's cheese in the crust. Hey, now it's cheesy knots on the crust. Hey, it's garlic crust. Hey, we got a pizzone. It's like a pizza and a and a sandwich. No motherfucker, it's a calzone. It's a goddamn calzone with 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 a little bit of pizza hut flair, and it's not really that good. The sauce is whack. The uh, the, the, the it's, it's bad cheese. Uh, oh my god! And what the fuck did they do to the crust on the pizza? Like it's like it's like it's like uh, butter bread. It's it's just it's it's gross. Pizza hut is disgusting. Don't at me. Um, unpopular opinion number two. And I don't know how unpopular it is because in my neighborhood uh, and, and the people that I know, we all agree. But somebody elected this motherfucker. 45 is a moron. He is the second worst pr- president of all fucking time. Only behind that motherfucker that had a wheel of cheese in the front of the White House. I can't remember. Can't remember <laughs> I can't remember his fucking name. But this idiot had a big ass block of cheese like right when you walk in the fucking uh, Oval Office. 
And uh, I think that's the same moron that got sick because he was uh, fishing in a stocked lake and was like, oh, my God, this is the best fishing I've ever had. And he just fucking stayed in the goddamn lake and fucking like, yeah, it was fucking moron. Anyway, 45 is the second worst president in the history of the fucking world. This guy got on TV uh, and actually said, why don't we try to put disinfectants uh, <laughs> in the bloodstream, or maybe we can use UV lights to to, to warm to warm up their insides and kill the virus. Like, it's something we can think about. I mean, it may be working, maybe not, but it's something that we can think about. No, dumb fuck, it's not something that we can think about. Why on earth would you tell somebody to drink or fucking mainline disinfectant? Like, I get it. I get it. You're the commander in chief. You want to feel like you got a part of this. You want to feel like you're doing something. But the first thing you did was you told these motherfuckers to take a drug that didn't, that wasn't at all uh, contributing to the the solution to this problem. Then you told them another drug that actually killed a couple people that they took it. And now you're saying maybe, possibly, we could use disinfectant or UV lights to kill it. You got. All of these scientists on stage. You got all of these doctors on stage. And you're still talking. And you know who dumber than the fucking president? Who's dumber than 45 is all the motherfuckers that are still supporting him no matter what the fuck they see. Like, if you thought it was a good idea to elect the motherfucker, fine. But after all the bullshit and all the boneheaded fucking comments and all the fucking controversies and all the other shit, you still backing this motherfucker? Oh, sweet Jesus, you need to reevaluate your life. Don't at me. <laughs> Next topic. Next topic that I got going on right now. Um, unpopular opinion number three. And the last one I'm going to do today is monogamy is overrated. If you heard my podcast last week, you know how I feel about certain things. But let me run this by you real quick. If. Were you the same person you were 10, 10 years ago? No. OK. So. I can almost guarantee your spouse is not the same person they were 10 years ago. Almost guaranteed. Almost guaranteed. Right now. Have you made the effort to reconnect with that new person? Have you made that effort? Hmm? Now, have they made the effort in return? Have you evaluated your situation and realized that uh, everything is different? You know, whether it be job, kids, um, uh, taste things that you guys used to enjoy together, just don't enjoy together anymore. Or you, uh, or you in a spot to where, uh, it's just monotonous and it's just routine and it's just oh, it's just what we do. You know, has the spark disappeared? Has the spontaneity disappeared? I'm just saying. I'm asking. Are you still doing? The little things, or are they still doing the little things? Just thought. 
just a thought, just a thought, just a thought. You know? Um, yeah. Just a thought. Ponder that for a minute, but don't add me. I'll be back. All right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the one thing that has kept me sane over this last uh, month and a half where I was sitting at home. Uh, good old Netflix. Before I get into um, my whole little Netflix section of this podcast, I want to ask you a question. Feel free to add me on this one. Have you ever called a porno a flick? Has anyone in your area, your crew, your clique ever called a porno a flick? So where, where I'm from, uh, no one has ever called a mainstream movie a flick. If they were talking about flicks, they were talking about the triple X um, VHS at the time or DVDs or whatever before it was like super free on the internet everywhere. Uh, that's what they were talking about. They were talking about booty talk one through 112, right? So when Netflix first dropped, the only thing that popped in my head was unlimited porn for $8.99 a month. And I was like, eh, I'm good. I don't need that. Whatever. Uh, so skip ahead, skip ahead a couple of, uh, couple of years and I saw it and more and more people were watching it and it was on more and more TVs and I ran into someone who had it and you know we were sitting around like you want to watch Netflix I'm like yeah sure love whatever um (laughs) and uh so they put it on and it was movies of course you know you know what the fuck Netflix is um and I was like oh cool so then I of course got it and was like yeah this is awesome um so you can check me out at uh at uh, I have spoken six four at gmail dot com. Drop me a line if you've ever uh called a porn flick. Anybody you know called porn flicks, or if you've always called it porn or pornos or pornogra or pornography or pornographic pornographic films, whatever. Drop me a line. I have spoken six four at gmail dot com. Let me know if you ever called a porn flick. All right. Or you can leave me a message. All of those who know how to leave me messages, leave me messages. All of those that do not, hit the email that I just gave you. But we're going to move on. So, uh, this last week, I've watched quite a bit of Netflix. I've watched so much Netflix over the last month and a half that they're starting to give me movies from 25 years ago. It's like, yo, we digging in a vault for your ass. We finna show you some obscure shit. Some shit you ain't never even thought about hearing about. Um... One of those movies being, um, actually, I don't know if Kill the Messenger was one of those movies, but they they brought up something called Kill the Messenger. It was pretty decent, pretty pretty decently put together. I watched it. I really enjoyed that. Uh, I also watched a show, a series, I should say, called Cooked. Uh, it's basically chopped, but with marijuana. You do the appetizer, you do the entree, you do the dessert, and everything has to have uh, THC, CBD in it. Um, it's a really good show. It's, uh, it's, it's more about the cooking than it is about the weed, but, uh, it's a really good show if you like cooking shows. Um, then I watched a really, really, really bad movie with, um, Jeremy Piven in it called Jeremy Piven and Ving Rhames. Uh, the name of that particular film was, uh, The Goods. Really, really bad movie. But if you like bad movies, give it a shot. If you like Jeremy Piven, give it a shot. Uh, he was at his very Piveny it. His very Piven-esque. The most Piven he could possibly be. You know what that means if you know who Jeremy Piven is. He only plays one role and he plays it very well. And he played it very well here. 
Uh, I also watched a series called uh, Absurd Planet. Now, this is really, it's, it's really, really fun if you have kids or if you're just a weirdo like myself, because uh, I liked it more than my kids did. But it's basically, um, it's basically being narrated by God, who's a woman, and it's going over all of the misfits of the of, of the planet, um, like fucking mudfish and a whole bunch of other shit. But it's called Absurd Planet. Check that out if you have your little ones that are interested in science at all. Uh, or if you just like uh, freaks and geeks like me, check it out. Um, it's also a comedy special on there that I was very disappointed with called Middleton and Swartz, I think. M-I-D-D, some other shit. And then the other guy was Swartz. The whole tag phrase is two guys, two cheers, and anything can happen. Now, what this was supposed to be, this was supposed to be like sketch comedy. It's fine. You get two guys, you get a topic, and you run it out. And it's going to be like Second City or um, or Whose Line Is It Anyway. Um, but I couldn't get past the first episode because they took the most absurd scenario and tried to turn it into an hour show. And it was, it was just very poorly done. And I was very disappointed. And I had to move on to Waco, which is a limited series uh, about Waco, Texas, David Koresh, all of that good stuff with a little blurb about uh, Ruby Ridge at the front. Um, I was really interested in this because I lived through it and I was old enough to remember it. Um, and I was talking about how uh, I'm used to watching stuff from the 60s and the 70s and this happened and that happened and Kent State happened. And it was like before my time. I'm officially old enough for some shit that happened in my lifetime to be documented and be like, uh, like all that other shit. So it was kind of weird to watch. It was fun though. It was fun. It was definitely fun. Uh, I also watched uh, a movie called Puerto Ricans in Paris. Another bad movie, but it was so bad it was good. It has my guy Louis Guzman in it. it has one of my favorite actresses, um, Dawson Rosario Dawson in it has uh, Fly Girl herself, Rosie Perez in it. It's entertaining. It's it's a horrible movie, but it's just bad enough to be good. Uh, I also watched a film called Once Upon a Time in London. Now, this film is awesome. Like, it's fucking great if you like gangster flicks. It's, it's like old school, old school London gangster flick, uh, the powers that be but it wasn't like it's not like godfather it's not like scoreface it's just grimy it's really street level grime right and i love the way it goes off because it goes off with the cray brothers taking over london and so if you haven't seen legend or if you want to see legend again which is the story of the cray brothers with uh with uh with uh venom playing both roles what's venom's name um I don't know what the fuck Venom's name is, but the guy that plays Venom plays both of the Cray brothers because they're twins. So you watch Once Upon a Time in London, and then you watch uh, Legend, and you get the whole story of that era uh, over there. And it's really cool. It's really it's really dope. Uh, so that that does it for the Netflix section of this program. And it may very well do it for this week's podcast. Um, check back with me next week. More topics, more conversation. Peace and God be with you. I am the one they call Butchery and I have spoken.